Greetings, everyone. Be blessed. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of protecting God's children. And the reason why we're speaking on this is because I myself, I have 14 or 15 nieces and nephews, the oldest one being, I think, 16 and the youngest one not even being born. And I was just reminded today how important it is to really protect the minds of the youth in general. It's it's a lot of darkness and a lot of negative things being pushed on the children's minds today. And it's really, it's really concerning, honestly, just from the television, the music, just the themes of the world that children are absorbing right now. It's really concerning for me. And being an older brother, being an uncle, and also a big cousin, you know, I love my nieces and nephews and my cousins and my little sisters. And I don't ever want them to grow up feeling like they have to do something or they have to be something that they aren't. And I'm finding that a lot of the children in this day and age are kind of being forced to trade in their their light for artificial light. And I know that might sound weird to somebody, but every child is born with purity, innocence, light. And over time, you can even think about yourself we kind of lose a little bit of that light as we, you know, move through life and grow, get older. And eventually we get to this weird place in life where we just don't burn as bright as we used to. We have a duty to keep the children of God righteous. And this is including ourselves. A lot of Christians refer refer to themselves as children of the Lord. And there's a reason to that is because he is our father, you know, our creator, our maker. And just like a natural father, a child depends on their, you know, father or a parent, a natural mother as well. You you depend on your parents. And for me, my spiritual parents would be the Lord and the Holy Spirit. I depend on them very much, even in this day. Like, I know I'm older and my trust isn't, is not like it once was when I was a child. You know, I used to really trust God openly, fully, without any doubts. And now... I've went through this world a little bit and, you know, I find myself doubting a lot and it's something that I work on constantly. But I've also noticed that the children that are being raised in this world today, it's a lot different than it was when, you know, I was a child. The world has really changed since then and a lot of things have gotten darker and honestly a little bit more vulgar than usual. All right, let's go back in time, you guys. Think about a moment when you were young, a peaceful moment, a joyful moment, or just, you know, a loving moment in your your childhood. Think about that time. One of those, one of the things about that time is it was probably very innocent. Children have innocence, right? Child is innocent. They're full of light and purity. And when we get older, we go through life and situations kind of emerge and things happen that kind of cause our light to be dimmed. You know, as we get older, we don't burn as bright as we used to. And you know, this is what happens to the children of the world now, you know, they're they're these bright stars, but as they get older, they find themselves burnt out and then they have to rekindle their flame. Like, I know that sounds weird, but follow me here, follow me here. When we were younger, We were innocent. You know, we were trusting. We were loving. We didn't really care what people thought about us. We didn't care what people, you know, did. 
we kind of were in our own little worlds and everything was not perfect, but, you know, we had a little bit more peace and loving and just trust than we do now. A lot of us as adults have trust issues, just have a lot of issues. And, you know, you could say that most of those issues stem from your childhood, which is true because I myself have had a lot of issues that I'm dealing with now that, you know, were birthed in my childhood. However, in the beginning stages of my childhood, it was very peaceful, very innocent. I was too young to really understand the world. So I didn't really care for the world. Does that make sense? And a lot of kids, you know, they're in the same boat. They don't really understand what's going on until they're forced to understand what's going on. And they're kind of indoctrinated into society in this weird way where they have to conform to the ideas of society and just people in general and that that's very hard for a child especially when you uh, a kid starts school a lot of people will say or have even noticed when a child start before they start school they're different to when they're in school and after school like there's a different energy that brings or is birth when a child starts school and that's because they are absorbing a different side of the world than they're used to and their minds are so fragile that absorbing too much information can actually stun a child. And and I know that sounds crazy, but like literally, I remember when I started school, I got it. And then there was a point where I was like, but why? Why am I learning about this? Especially being a Christian child, I would go to church and learn something completely different from school. And yes, that's the point. You know, you're supposed to, there's different places for everything. You're supposed to learn stuff here and there. But it was the stuff, it was very contradicting. Everything that I was learning in school would always be against God. And I always thought it was interesting. I thought it was very interesting. And now looking back, I'm like, I could have actually done better without school. Or honestly, I wish I was homeschooled, but that's just my personal perspective on it. You know, I've gone through college and high school, middle school, all the schools. And coming out at the end, the number one thing I've noticed is I probably would have been better off being homeschooled. But that, that's not here or there. Let's get back to the topic, protecting the youth. A lot of kids these days are being exposed to very worldly things. Um, and we can talk about it like on surface level, like apps like TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat that promote a set of ideas. And it pushes this agenda towards these kids. And they, you know, they grow up thinking that this is the right thing or this is social sociably acceptable when in reality it's terrible and i think it's so weird how each generation has had that moment where something comes out or some person comes out pushing an agenda and so many people jump on that bandwagon they're like yeah this is great this is great and i'm not going to name any specific artists or movies or any trends because i don't think that's important the main the main message here is children are in their developmental stages and especially from birth until the age seven all right these are this is the time when the mind is really being formed and everything is coming together for a child so everything that they learn and receive during that time that is going to stick with them for the rest of their life so this is why when it comes to kids it's our job as adults to make sure that they are a are absorbing the right things we don't want to be pushing the wrong things on them and the another thing is it's kind of hard to like 100 percent monitor what a kid absorbs or what they are listening to watching 
and you can't, you know, keep your eye on them 100% all the time. You know, it's it's very hard to do. And I'm not even a parent, but I've I've babysat a lot of my nieces and nephews. I've had to keep them overnight. I've had to watch them. And so it's like very hard to keep your eye on three, four kids at one time or even just two sometimes because if it, it anyway, it's hard to keep your eye on them. So you can't monitor everything that they're, they absorb 24 seven, you know, but what you can do is make sure that they are absorbing the right things, the right material, combating everything wrong with something good, something light, something positive, so that they have a fighting chance when they get older to know the truth of something or even discover the truth for themselves. Let's talk about trusting in God as a child. Many of you probably really were able to trust in God more when you were a child than you are now. And that's probably because of how you've progressed through life. I've speaking for myself, when I went through a lot of different traumas and situations and I faced a lot, like a lot of bad things happened in my childhood, but a lot of good things happened in my childhood. But there was one trauma that happened when I got attacked by pit bulls that kind of changed my life forever. Not kind of, it did change my life forever. And I started seeing things in a different perspective. Um, before the dog attacks, I was very different, very different. I lived a very happy life, like joyful. It was very peaceful. I had a lot of confidence. I was very bright. I was a literal light. The dog attack came and it, that trauma just, it just like, it literally killed me. I can't explain it. It definitely killed me spiritually, like a hundred percent. My spirit died when I got attacked by the dogs. And I know that sounds very dark for some people, but I'm just expressing and explaining to you what happened to me. And then I had to really, it took a long time, I'm not gonna lie, but I had to come back into, I had to regrow my spirit. I know that sounds weird to someone, but I had to start feeding my spirit with the right things. And now I'm at a place in life where I'm like, okay, now I I can trust God again. Before I didn't understand why God would allow that to happen. Now I understand it, you know, it made me stronger, made me grow, it made me see things from a different perspective. I would have lived on one side of the scale my entire life if that trauma never happened. Now I've seen both sides of the scale, which means pain and pleasure is what I mean by scales. And so now I understand it differently than I did as a child. But anyway, back to the topic. A lot of children will go through things in their lives that is is going to kind of confuse them, make them think, God is bad. And then, you know, it doesn't help when they have the world telling them that God is bad. And they grow up in this society pushing all these strong, wicked agendas. And they think that's okay. So when they get older, it becomes their their normal. It becomes their normal. And I can even speak on myself. I used to listen to certain artists and in the church, you know, we're not we're not supposed to be worldly, but it was like my guilty pleasure to listen to certain songs and artists, even though I knew it was wrong. And that those ideas that those artists would push, they grew up in me. Just like I grew up, they grew up in me. And those ideas became my normal until one day I looked at it from a different perspective. And I was like, hey, why do why do I do this? Or why am I this way? Then I realized it's because I was taught to be this way by what I was absorbing as a child. And a big thing for adults is unlearning what you were taught as a child. For a lot of people, that is very hard to do, but for others, it's liberating. And for myself, it was very liberating. I had to go in 
and kind of just start picking out the bad things of my childhood and not like picking them out, but knowing, being able to separate the good from the bad and knowing what is truthful for me, but also that resonates with my soul and in, in is also in alignment with my, you know, destiny, my path, my purpose. And, you know, that's how I kind of rekindled my light, especially within the Lord, because I, whew, I definitely went through some phases in life where God was nowhere in them. And it took me a second to get back to just trusting God. And, you know, sometimes it's still hard to. But the kids that we have in life right now, they are they're growing up in this society. They're watching everything that we do as adults, but they're also watching what the world is doing. And it becomes their normal, everything that's happening. So if you're not having a steady prayer life or you're not actively engaged and having a personal relationship with the Lord, the child is going to grow up to not have a personal relationship with the Lord. It's by like leading by example. And a lot of us as adults, we've come to these weird places where we do have to focus on ourselves and we have so much external stuff going on in our lives that we don't really not saying we don't have time to focus on the kids but you know I'm not a parent so I can't speak on anyone's parenting not doing that but I am speaking on the fact that I have noticed a lot of parents out there that are still very not saying self-centered but they they do neglect their children in not on purpose but spiritually meaning they aren't feeding their children the right things or they let them children kind of parent themselves sometimes. I've noticed that. And we live in this this matrix world where it's it's that's like the normal. You let everybody teach your child but you almost. You send them to school to be taught. They get home, they're being taught by the TV or just by society. They learn all these things on the internet. And us as older people, we fail to kind of truly teach children in the way that they should go in this day and age now this is not for every parent obviously this is not for every brother sister cousin like uncle aunt no obviously there are some people that you know they do the right they do right by the kids of this world but this is for those out there that know they have neglected their duties as a brother sister uncle cousin brother and have not been too spot on with how the children are being brought up in this world And I say this because I myself was one of these people. There was a point when I was in college that I could care less what my nieces and nephews were listening to. In fact, I probably contributed to some of the music that they would absorb that was not right. And I'm guilty of that. But I've since learned myself because I realized if this was my child, if this was my daughter or my son, do I want them listening to this song? I know what music does to the mind, especially to the youth. And so I'm very careful of what they're absorbing now. I'm very careful of what they see on television. My nieces, nephews, little sisters, they will tell you I get on their nerves because they'll be like, can we play GTA? No, you can't. I don't want you absorbing that right now. Wait until you're older. You can make that decision when you're older. But while you're at this age, I just don't think it's wise for you to absorb, absorb that type of content. And then you grow up thinking that's okay or that's normal. So I've been very much on them. And it goes down to like even television shows and stuff. When I grew up, I watched VeggieTales. Now, the kids these days, they grew up watching, um, what's that? I have uh, cousins and little sisters that watch this this villain TV show. I don't, I don't know the name of it, but it's like 
it's on Disney Channel. They have three movies and it's like the Disney villains, kids, and they they're they have this song in there that's called It's Good to Be Bad. And my nieces and my cousins, they were and my sisters, they were singing this song and they just kept singing it. And one day I was like, why are you guys singing this song? And they're like, oh, it's just a Disney movie that we watched. And it's like this song was stuck in their head and the lyrics were literally, it's good to be bad. Now, I'm thinking, what in the world kind of kid show would promote something like that? So they show me the music video for this thing and I see the themes of it. And although they're kids and they're like, oh, yeah, it's just innocent. It's just, you know, TV. I'm looking at it like you guys are being programmed to accept that something is bad is good. So I'm looking at it from, you know, an older perspective and they're looking at it from a young perspective. And the kids of this world, they they're so I'm not saying easy to manipulate, but they are. Their minds aren't nowhere near developed enough to comprehend some, something something bad and good. Like that's how they develop that stuff. They're, they're in those developmental stages, especially from ages one to seven. Like those are very, those are years you really need to monitor what you or your kids are absorbing or the children that you know are absorbing or just everything. Cause it could really affect them in their adulthood and their teen years. And also, like, a lot of people, they'll have, like, these really good kids and then all of a sudden they'll be terrible teenagers. It's because they absorbed some terrible stuff in the midst of their childhood. And, again, like, you can't monitor a child 24-7. Or you can. Or you can. You know, I don't know everybody. Some people out there can. But I, myself, haven't seen that happen with a lot of people around me. And then they wonder why their kids are so messed up. Or not saying messed up, but why their kids have certain problems. And it's because those problems have been birthed through absorbing the wrong stuff, you know? It, it, it's a it's a weird thing. But remind yourself that we also are still big kids. And I do this often. I often just go back to the youth in me or the child in me and really it's my only way of keeping the purity and innocence that I once had. And so remind myself that I am God's child. And just like a child trusts in their natural father, I have to trust in the Lord like that. That's what I was taught, by the way. That is something that I was taught as a child is to trust in God just like he's your true father because he is. And a lot of children, they just don't grow up that way anymore. And it's very sad to see that my nieces and nephews, and I'm not judging them, obviously, this is their lives, but they're going up not truly having a a real belief in the Lord. And that's very scary. It's very scary. It's a, for me, it's a very contradicting reality because I grew up very much believing in the Lord and trusting in his power, but also seeing it, witnessing it, having my prayers answered in record timing, like things that seem so magical. And that's kind of what's kept me now in my adulthood or not kept me, but has brought me back to the Lord because I, I had those memories in my childhood of things when I would pray, like I can have this one birthday party, um, <laughs> this one birthday party and everybody was in the backyard and it started to rain. And I went in the front of my house when nobody was there and I just started praying. This one I was like nine. 
nine or no no I was like maybe seven I was very young I was very young no I wasn't above 10 I know that but I went in the front of the house and I started praying and I I just asked God I was like please Lord you know in my birthday is in the summer so the rain it raining in the summer in in midsummer July 14th like I'm like why is it raining anyway I started praying and asking God you know please don't let it rain and ruin the party like it like please Lord don't do it don't do it I kid you not the clouds rolled away the sun came out and we had a really good party like it it was perfect but I I, that story to me is is one of my innocent moments in life just that full trust in the Lord that I knew me praying to him was gonna make everything all right and he would see it through and he did having that trust in the Lord is so powerful when you trust in the Lord you believe in the Lord that's a big thing and it kind of sucks to be in a world now where God is, they're trying to bury the Lord and everything about him. And by that, I mean a true relationship with the Lord, having true love for God. They want to bury that so bad. They don't want people to really know who God is, who Jesus Christ is within them. And that's my message today is If you have nieces, nephews, cousins, brothers, sisters, just young children in your life, help them. Help them truly develop their relationship with the Lord. Because I can tell you now, in their life, people are going to fail them. Just like people have failed you and me. But if they trust in the Lord, the Lord will never fail them. He's always our safety net. He's always been my safety net. And I know there may be people that aren't Christians out there that are listening to this and they're kind of like, what the heck? For those of you out there, it is still your duty to protect the youth, even from a normal, general perspective. The kids are still innocent and they don't deserve to grow up in a world full of darkness. They don't. They deserve for their lights to be able to shine just as bright as anyone else's. And again, as we go through life, our lights are usually dimmed. Like you can think about it when you used to go to school or not school, but just in general, when you were a child, you really didn't care how you dress. You you didn't care about that stuff. You didn't care what people thought about you. You didn't care about your looks. You didn't care about what you had. I mean, maybe you cared about a couple of toys here and there or, you know, what you're playing with. But like, realistically, you didn't care about having Gucci shoes or, you know, some fly Jordans or maybe having the best bike or something. But like, you really didn't care about the things that you care about now. And you weren't supposed to. But now, as we're older, we think about and care about all of these things that truly don't mean anything that don't fulfill us or that don't bring fulfillment. And we're we're growing up in this weird matrix now, like, (sighs) it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't even want to get into that topic about the Matrix. I know y'all looking like, what the heck? I'm not talking about the movie Matrix. I'm talking about the real, true Matrix, not the metaphor. But it's just, it was just laid on my heart to put this message out here about protecting God's children. Because whether you realize it or not, every child is a gift from God. If they are born on this planet, it's because God saw for them to be born he brought them here that child wouldn't be here if god didn't want them to be here every child is a gift from god 
every child is a reflection of God's light and his love and his mercy and his unconditional love by that because children love and they trust without doubt. This message is also to remind you that you are just a big kid too. Don't forget it. I know we got adult bodies and whatnot, but that little kid in you is still very much there, even if it's been suppressed and dormant. That child, your inner child will always be within you. Connect with it, nourish it, protect it, because it holds all of your light, your purity. That flame, that child in you got it. That's your drive. You got to really connect with it. And if you can protect the child within you, I know you will be able to protect the children of the world. You'll you'll look at things a little differently. And I know there's people out there that, of course, you do. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you, because you you're raising the generations in a great way, in a right way. As you should. No, I'm just playing. That's what my brother would say, as you should. But literally, thank you, because those are going to be the, you know, leaders of this world one day. And it's our job to make sure that they are being taught the truth, the right way to live. I'm not saying there is a right way to live, but in my book, if you can't, if you're not living with God, you ain't truly living. Just spiritually, physically, all of it. Anyway, just remember, protect the innocence of the children. Keep them you know, keep them lifted up, keep them lifted up, pray for the kids, pray for their minds a lot, pray for the kids' minds, I have 14 nieces and nephews, but I tell you, I pray for them every single night, all of their brains, their minds, I pray for them, I'm very quick to pray for the kids, because I, you know, I was prayed for as a child, and Although I've went through a couple phases in life, I'm here now in this mindset and I feel really good, feel really good. And I know that's because of it. It was foreseen for me to be where I'm at. And God allowed it, allowed me to be where I'm at. Just just all of that good stuff. Anyway, you guys be blessed. Stay safe. Protect the children of the world. Be be on them if you got to be. And by that, I mean, be making sure that they aren't absorbing really bad content and just false doctrines, just everything, man. Just protect those kids, help them to establish a real relationship with the Lord. And for those out there that aren't Christians and, you know, that's not up your alley to do that. I say you should establish a relationship with the Lord because that child in you will thrive from it. Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Anyway, God bless. I love you all. Be safe. Protect the children and have a wonderful day.